Hey everyone. Welcome. Maya. One of the most important words. One of the most important symbols. One of the most important descriptions of the nature of reality. The more enlightened I become, the more I recognize that Sanskrit and the Upanishads and Vedas in general and the teachings of Buddha of Adi Shankara, of Patanjali, of the Advaita Vedanta tradition in general, Swami Vivekananda, Sri Aurobindo, Ramana Maharshi, Nisargatata Maharaj, Siddhar Meshwar. They knew. Very clearly. Let's dive in. Maya, meaning appearance, illusion, magic, dream, unreality, deception, fraud, trick, sorcery, witchcraft, mystify, mirage, intoxicate, be lost. That which obscures, confuses, and distracts an individual from God-realization. Again, the theory of Maya developed by Adi Shankara over a thousand years ago. Indian philosophy. Before we continue a little bit more, foundation is that what is being said by Maya being appearance or illusion or magic or the intoxication which is obscuring or confusing those individuals from God realizing is that the nature of our reality is the diamond necklace that is already around our neck. As in the very pupil itself is the observer, which is God, which is shared. And the iris is the unique coloration or the unique expression of what your individual unit is contributing 
that's the source light that refracts through your unique diamond slash jewel around your neck as a unique experience and expression. Now, Maya is the illusion, it's the intoxication of what can be called physicalism or form or finity. So those that believe they are a finite biological creature, egoic contracted energy trapped inside of a finite body that don't recognize the eternal observer. And the only way to do that is to create the juxtaposition for themselves between seeking externally into the waves that are the objects, the thoughts, perceptions, sensations, beliefs, feelings, emotions, and the ocean, which is what the observer is, which is what God is, which is then they recognize that it's the ocean that is having the experience of the waves. Or another analogy is the sky having the experience of the clouds. So that massive cult of materialism or physicalism or form or finity is plaguing the entire civilization with ignorance. Why so few enlighten is because it is extremely difficult and one must dedicate themselves to truth full time for it to yield for the illusion of Maya to grasp you less and less and for you to abide more and more in the God realization that eternal awareness that is experiencing these dreamed creation designs when you get to that point now you're really leveling up now you're really piercing the veilless veil now you're really god realizing otherwise it's falling for the illusion the intoxication of the illusion Definition number one. We'll play with several here to show Maya from all of the different faces of the mountain pointing to the one top of Maya. And then we're going to unpack in more detail below. Definition one. Magic show. An illusion where things appear to be present but are not what they seem. 
Perfect. Definition two. That which exists, but is constantly changing and thus is spiritually unreal. Definition three. Power or the principle that conceals the true character of spiritual reality. Maya being the principle slash power that conceals God realization. How powerful is that? How awakening is that? How motivating is that? That we have this lineage of Sanskrit that teaches us the profundity of this word, of this symbol, describing the nature of reality so precisely, so clearly. Definition four, specifically with Advaita Vedanta. The powerful force that creates the cosmic illusion that the phenomenal world is real. Do you feel like the phenomenal world is real? Do you feel like the phenomenal world has a grasp on you well you're really gonna like the upcoming bit on Lakshmi definition 5 Maya is also an epithet for the goddess Lakshmi of wealth Fortune, power, luxury, beauty, fertility. She holds the promise of material fulfillment and contentment. Warning, parable of the prodigal son. that which teases the individual to become intoxicated. That can be thought of as Lakshmi, that wealth, that fortune, that power, that luxury, that beauty, that fertility, the material fulfillment, the contentment, just like in the parable of the prodigal son, seeking externally, for happiness just to hit a breaking point and turn inward to find the well of honey consciousness awareness which is located under the rock of the contracted egoic separate entity Definition six, the wondrous and mysterious power 
to turn an idea into a physical reality. In many ways, this can be thought of as the dream in God's brain. Just like we go and sleep for a third of our lives, and during that chunk of time, we simulate these dreams, and we immerse ourselves into the dreams in first person. As above, so below. So, God's dream is the idea of this creation design. This dream, this illusion, this Maya, which has this Lakshmi-like grasp on the individual seeking externally. And we pierce the veilless veil and we God realize and the grasp of Maya dissolves. Bonus. Maya is the name of Gautama Buddha's mother. You can't write this art any more beautifully. Literally, the awakened one, Buddha, that teaches liberation from suffering, liberation from Maya, that Buddha's mom's name is Maya. Ridiculous. This is another one of the most important Sanskrit words ever. Such a clear symbol that is describing the nature of reality. Lila the divine play. When I was studying Sri Aurobindo around mid 2020, going hardcore full time truth, I remember him using Leela. And I remember looking it up. I remember looking up Maya. I remember looking up Nirvana. I remember revisiting the pages of Adi Shankara and Patanjali. And I remember over and over again building up like a workout. The muscles, the strength, the understanding, the conceptual frameworks. 
that became stronger and stronger over time, which led to the Satori a little over a month ago. Now I really get Leela. And everything else in that concept framework served that Satori. And then now the concepts in that framework become so much more crystal clear. So Leela is the divine play, the cosmic play. The creative activity of God. The world is the stage. And when you understand it as the divine play, this creation design, this earth, these inhabitants are but one creation design. They're but one divine cosmic play. We are eternal. This is but one cosmic play. When you begin understanding that, you begin distancing yourself more and more from the grasp of Maya, of physicalism, and you begin residing and abiding more and more in the God realization. The seed of the ineffable absolute impregnates the womb of God, giving birth to infinite Maya. What is agentless? What is attributeless? What is the ineffable absolute? impregnates God giving birth to all of the Maya all of the creation designs all of the dreams all of the illusions all of the beauty in them all of the appearance And to recognize both the non-duality, where there is absolutely nothing to seek, while simultaneously recognizing the dualistic concession, which is there is a process of seeking, finding, and enlightenment. And to hold both of those is true simultaneity. It's like a flat mountain we will be doing more content on that visualization soon God is the magician we are bonded to illusions slash delusions Freedom and liberation is understanding the principles behind the magic. This is Leela, the divine play. It's as simple as that. Enlightenment 
freedom, liberation, is understanding the principles behind the magic. Once you recognize the absolute, once you recognize God realization, once you recognize the Maya of physicalism, you win. It's done. You're enlightened. You're free of the grasp of the illusion of the appearance. This simultaneously creates an effortless action that channels through you. You act as a vessel for that absolute God realization to express itself with the absolute highest morality in all that one architects in all that channels through is architected solely for the maximizing of the potential of the entire civilization the flourishing the well-being the prosperity and the abundance of all of society tackling the biggest challenges meeting basic needs But if one goes seeking externally for happiness before the absolute God realization, that's when the breaking points are reached in planetary ecology, in the perverse incentives, in self-dealing, where the ego serves itself because it doesn't understand that the other is actually the self. Only the ignorant would ever hurt their own body in the sense of hurting another. That would be hurting the one being. It doesn't make any sense, but one has to enlighten to understand that. Purusha. This was another one that Sri Aurobindo was passing along to me in mid-2020. That I was struggling to understand. I was doing the workouts with understanding. And now it makes more sense. And I will be continuing to learn more about Purusha as well as Prakriti. So Purusha as in infinite consciousness. As in Vidya knowledge parmenides was one of the most famous metaphysicians that's ever lived parmenides said that very clearly that the maya itself is an illusion Whereas with Prakriti, which is Maya, which is Avidya, which means ignorance. So Vidya, knowledge, Avidya, ignorance. And this was very famous by Heraclitus, who said, Pantare, everything flows.
another famous aphorism of his, no man ever steps in the same river twice. And so the non-dual tradition rather than separating into the Purusha and the Prakriti, the infinite consciousness and the Maya, the Parmenides and the Heraklitas, the Vidya and the Advidya, they bring that all together into just one. It's not two. But in the dualistic concession here, we recognize there is the Maya that is intoxicating the individual away from God realization. Another one of the main stories that's used is seeing a snake at night when it's just a rope. Enlightenment, daylight, clears up the illusion. Enlightenment is like dawn when the darkness of the night, Maya, is dispelled and you can clearly see. The snake is money, the grand illusion of materialism. This enlightenment is known as the realization of the soul of things. And turning inward is spiritually, which makes outward flow naturally. There's a rope. At night, there's the illusion that it's a snake. That's Maya. As dawn comes, enlightenment happens, we recognize that it's simply a snake. Excuse me, that it's simply the rope. So upon enlightenment, we recognize that it's just the rope that the snake was the illusion of Maya. Super simple, explain like I'm five, analogies for children. And when you truly see the rope, the eternal nature to the absolute, to God realization, to the dreams, realities that these are, that is known as the realization of the soul of things. You get it. You are squandering this life uselessly in the love of Maya. In attachment to Maya, they have forgotten God. The diamond necklace around their neck the well of honey under the rock. Being so attached to the intoxications is exactly what is the forgetting. The anamnesia is the remembering of God-realization. Another 
dualistic concession is that there is an amnesia, that there is a forgetting, that there is this veilless veil to pierce with remembering, with anamnesia to God-realization. Whereas in the non-duality, there is no two. Of there being a forgetting and a remembering. These things really start clicking and making sense once we get to these advanced stages. The true simultaneity really kicks in. The Satori just compounds on itself. Come and taste these ultimate truths. It's the seeking impulse within you. It's the truest thing about you. And that self-realization, that God-realization, that is identifying, remembering the diamond necklace around the neck. That is recognizing the well of honey under the rock of that contracted, egoic, separate entity. Nice little stretch, nice little dance, a little bit of movement. Adi Shankara, who is it that is trying to know and how does he attain Brahman? AKA, what is the I? And how does one attain the absolute slash ultimate? First, ask yourself that question. What is the I? Go inward until you discover your source until you God realize. And that is the attaining of the absolute slash ultimate. Which for this unique diamond or jewel is its unique expression of the source light. So to this unit, it is exciting. It is the expression of this unit to attain the absolute slash ultimate. Whereas the expression of other units could care less and to truly 
realize that is beautiful rather than being in the state of now I must help everybody become God realized the creative expression will channel through and this unit will architect great things more great content great interviews great animated series great documentaries great anthologies great VR pedagogy for God realization great planetary architectures to maximize prosperity yet there is zero attachment there is zero craving there's zero aversion and that's what the Buddha meant by being awakened no craving just the surrender to the channeling coming through for the creative expression that this is go inward until you realize you are everything nothing and even beyond that only when you know God will you be fearless and eternal The everything is taking on the God realization of all that is. So all of these creation designs with all of these observers that are experiencing them and you take on the all-inclusive awareness of all that is, of all of those creation designs and observers. That is God realization at its highest and then to transcend even the observer of God is the last thorn before the absolute only when you know that will you be fearless and eternal That's why Lao Tzu said that fear is the greatest illusion. Swami Vivekananda, no path can show you the absolute. You are that already. The diamond necklace. Paths only help to remove the veil that hides truth from our eyes. Again, the non-duality, you are that already. And then the duality, the dualistic concession, is that these paths help remove the veil that hides the truth from our eyes 
so to God realize, to recognize the diamond necklace already around our neck that the source light refracts through as a unique expression in the dream of this creation design. Cessation of ignorance comes when one knows that God and I are one. I and my Father are one. John 10.30 It's a perennial wisdom across all of the spiritual traditions. God and I are one. Sri Aurobindo said that the atheist is playing hide-and-seek and that the theist saw the shadow of God and clutched at it. You get a little taste, a little glimpse of the observer, of the witness, of how it's shared and the individual contracted ego and its onion layers become more and more dissolved and you're like oh that's it that's it meanwhile the atheist is playing games hide and seek so the cessation of ignorance comes when one knows that God and I are one remember that that's when the cessation of ignorance occurs. Moksha, liberation from suffering. AKA, identify yourself with God, not with human limitations. The idea that we are bound is only an illusion, Maya. Freedom is inseparable from the nature of God, as in the nature of God is freedom. This is ever pure, ever perfect, ever unchangeable. God is freedom. God is creativity. God is anarchy. That's what these dreams are. Free, whole, perfect, harmonic, anarchic creativity. Simultaneously non-dual, while also the dualistic concession where we see suffering and well-being and we architect civilization towards maximizing well-being it's so simple i love this one yoga through maya perfects the creativity of god yoga in sanskrit means union so we're our undergoing a union with God or with the absolute, which is similar to the words hinosis or mystic or mysticism, 
So we undergo a union with God or the Absolute, and we do that through Maya. So our union happens through Maya. These illusory creation designs are how we turn back inward towards our true nature of God realization. So through Maya is how we pierce that veilless veil and that perfects the creativity of God. I love that. Mm, so good. Yoga is creative Maya plus GPS callback. So union is creative Maya. So creative Maya of these dreamed creation designs is what enables these individual units to undergo this GPS callback, a.k.a. union or yoga or henosis or mysticism to the absolute, to God realization. It's unbelievably beautiful. And actually, it was Bentinho Massaro who first introduced me to the analogy of GPS callback, which is such a perfect way to put it. This is like when your drone slash dog flies slash runs too far away, like the parable of the prodigal son. If you fly the drones nowadays, there is a callback functionality. When it flies too far away, it will come back to you very similarly with your dog as it runs too far away there's a callback functionality that's the gps callback to the source the gps callback to the absolute the gps callback to god realization and that's leela this is the divine play this eternal divine play of illusory dreamed Maya and the GPS callback union with the absolute, with God realization, with source. Very much like the parable of the prodigal son. So reality is eternal hide and seek. There you go. You might also wonder, well, maybe that makes sense why kids love hide and seek so much. Yeah. No shit. Of course. Because they are literally infinity. And they get it. It's fun for them. Adults are corporate zombies. I am an adult corporate zombie robot. Please give me the golden handcuffs and pay me my monthly salary so that I can do the work for you in the economic machinery that I don't even love. The more you become enlightened, the more you are able to recognize the childlike laughter of the infinite. The childlike play, wonder, awe, bliss, peace. That is our true nature. 
as Ramdas said also, walking each other home. That's that GPS callback. Maya is baked into ignorant parenting. This is so good. The core curricula of ignorant parenting is Maya. This one both is so beautiful that it makes me laugh and cry simultaneously because we know that that's the most upstream problem, clearly. Ignorant parenting, as the child comes into the world, even at the time of infancy, is being programmed with subscriptions of separation, subscriptions of ego, And conscious parenting, awakened parenting, liberated parenting, enlightened parenting, that's when there are none of those subscriptions to ego and to separation. Rather, from birth, right away, through those first years of life, the child recognizes itself as the absolute infinity, God, expressing itself they get it and they get how that is the illusory nature of these realities as that it's locked in from the youth and it's gg good game game over they got it they're self-realized at a very young age gg well played And so imagine the child births in, and rather than awaiting, like me, seeking relentlessly, at 28, being able to write, GG, good game, well played, imagine them being able to sign that off at age 7, or 12, or 16. Ignorant parenting morphs their child into an egoic contraction seeking externally for happiness. Oh my gosh, this one's also really mind-blowing. <laughs> Misinterpreting Maya as the only and final reality. The very nature of absolute infinite God expressing itself as these dreamed illusory realities is the only and final reality and the endless misinterpretation of that illusion of Maya is ultimate reality Ultimate reality is an eternal dream across all of these creation designs where there's an endless amount of misinterpretation of what the nature of those realities are. And then you get the doot, 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 
do GPS callback. Do 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 And that's the ultimate reality. That's what these are. Eternally. And we are also approaching a fascinating scientific, technological, and engineering paradigm, which is enabling us to wake up, to pierce the veilless veil through these indistinguishable virtual realities. The better our artificial general intelligence, AGI, gets, the better our bio and neurotechnology like Neuralinks get, the better our virtual worlds become more and more indistinguishable, the more and more we will immerse ourselves into them as these infinite, creative, illusory realities, continuing the cyclical nature of absolute infinity God. It's very similar to the source light refracting off of the diamond necklace. The source light refracts at the level of infinity or absolute to God. The source light refracts again at the level of God to all of the creation designs. And the source light refracts one more time at the level of all of the individuals in those creation designs and then it refracts one more time for the differentiation which is through those creative designed realities that we then build and that may in fact be our attractor it may be what civilization as a decentralized swarm intelligence is orthogenically unilinearly architecting towards that attractor of that transcension hypothesis of John Smart and that will be our Maya as we immerse ourselves into those that will be our Maya. And we will have the GPS call back to the absolute infinite God. Maya manifests and perpetuates duality, separation, finity. This appearance obfuscates the true nature of reality. Liberation is the breakthrough realization of invisible principles when you speak to somebody that is egoically contracted energetically as a separate biological entity in the illusion of the dream and you say things like consciousness is it or awareness is it that is the observer which is god how quickly do they have no idea what you're talking about including myself several years ago no idea and more and more it made sense and then the the breakthrough happens satori happens 
And that's true liberation because you recognize the invisible principle, which is that God realization, which is that absolute infinitude. That which we cannot see, we do not believe. We are fools searching from room to room for what is already here. The diamond necklace, Rumi. Walking on the grounds of great potential with no comprehension of ultimate reality. Immersed in the intoxications of Lakshmi, of Maya. Engrossed in them. With... No comprehension of the diamond necklace already around our neck. Maya is the appearance manifestation of worldly phenomena. Beautiful, so eloquent. Brahman is the cause of Maya, the sole metaphysical truth. Spiritual truth is true forever. Empirical truth is true for now. And that makes sense, so much sense in this framework. The empirical truth of the creation design in the dreamed illusion of Maya is true for now. And then the spiritual truth the ultimate metaphysical truth is true forever, eternally true. That we are it. We are that. You are that. I am that. The diamond necklace already around our necks of awareness, of consciousness, as God, as the observer, as the witness that is dreaming these creation designs eternally. There's so much to explore an infinite amount of exploration to explore, of experiences, of fun, of play, like Leela, the divine play, the cosmic play. Think like a child, and it'll come more and more. Play, adventure, awe, wonder, And the more you think like that, wow, making these vocal vibrations that then go across the planetary internet into the observers in those other units. Whoa, the more you think like that, the more you recognize the awe of just even this creation design, let alone all of the creation designs. And that spiritual truth is true forever. Whereas the empirical truth is true for now. And in the next creation design, there will be an empirical truth that will be true for now. But the spiritual truth is going to remain true forever. That's why when Dustin DePerna was on our show on timeless spiritual wisdom, and he was one of the leaders that I learned with along Dan Brown, Dzogchen, 
That's why Dustin says that spirituality is the ultimate. It is the ultimate. It's what we're here to do. The GPS callback is going to happen. That seeking impulse is the truest thing about you. Even for people, when they turn 60, maybe it kicks in a little bit, and then by the time they're 80, they die, and they maybe taste a tiny bit as they die, and they recognize, oh, I'm eternal. I am the absolute. I am the infinite. I am God. And they recognize that, and so And then there's samsara, which is that cyclical birthing and death. So spirituality is the ultimate. Non-duality is the ultimate in the sense that there is nothing to seek. It's just the appearance. Spirituality is, in a sense, non-duality as well as the dualistic concession of their being something to seek which is enlightenment and undergoing the process of finding the diamond necklace that is already around your neck maya clouds the inner invisible principles spiritual enlightenment is to realize these hidden principles Maya is the impermanence of clouds of experience. Whereas the observer, the witness, the God realization is the sky. And the sky recognizes the impermanence of the Maya of the clouds. The net of being, Indra's net, and the net of illusion, Maya, are layered in one net. You are both the diamond necklace already, and you are the ignorance seeking what is already there. That net of being, that Indra's net, layered right on top of the net of illusion of Maya. And that's what true simultaneity is, is recognizing the non-duality as well as the dualistic concession of there being something to seek, enlightenment. The net of illusion, Maya, is thrown over the net of being, Indra's net. Those that break through the illusion, God realize and vortex others through. In that dualistic concession, to really hone in on the the GPS callback, that is your key to break through the illusion to God realize and then be a vortex for others to come through. You act as a vortex on the top of the flat mountain right flat being non-duality and the mountain being the dualistic concession so when you reach 
the top when you become enlightened you act as a vortex it's very natural because everything you do is simply peace it's simply happiness it's childlike awe and wonder and architecting only the utmost well-being social fabric and people become gravitated to that and then they themselves pierce the veil the veilless veil So Buddha, the awakened one, is dedicated to the welfare of all beings. That's what's meant by the middle way, the middle path, or as Ramana Maharshi said, Sahaja Samadhi. Bringing your meditative consciousness into society, into the civilizational fabric. This is also the Goldilocks zone. This is the tantric path of weaving your enlightened realizations into your daily activities. Super simple. And that way you avoid the crevices up the mountain. There are crevices. If you've ever seen how people hike Everest, there are crevices where there can be fresh snow and you won't know and boom, you've dropped 50 feet to your death. The crevices is when you don't take the middle path, when you don't take Sahaja Samadhi, the tantric path, the Goldilocks zone, the middle way. Being dedicated to the welfare of all beings naturally god realizing and letting that channel through effortlessly effortlessly effortless action woo way lautsa buddha is not affected by the illusion the middle way refutes both eternalism and nihilism There is both the attachment to there being no meaning, nihilism, and there's the attachment to being eternal, eternalism. And to refute both, and we'll get into some of this complexity in a moment, things like refuting nirvana and samsara going beyond even nirvana and samsara going beyond the cycle of birth and death and being blown out enlightened self is not real dream yet it is real enough to warrant respecting the world mm -hmm. recognition that maya, the illusion, the dream, is not real, but it's real enough to where it's going to warrant the respecting of the world. Don't overwhelm yourself with capturing the dream force, a.k.a. prana, the life force, slash wind, which is what the natural expression is, into art. So... The wind is the absolute infinity, God, expressing itself through these dreams. 
and we are that. That's the wind. That's prana, the life force. That's the nothingness of quantum mechanics, all as energy. Yet, becoming overwhelmed by the process of trying to capture that wind, that metaphysical ultimate truth, and putting it into art, don't overwhelm yourself in that process. Naturally, it's going to come through. Everything is naturally going to channel through as the beautiful capturing of that ultimate metaphysical truth into art and sharing it. Voila. The real sky is knowing that samsara and nirvana are merely an illusory display. See, these types of truths that are of the highest metaphysical order were lost on me six months ago. But now they make crystal clear sense. You're transcending even samsara, the cycle of birth and death, and you're transcending even nirvana being enlightened and blown out. The nature of apparent phenomena is itself an illusion. It's not what it appears to be. But to know the invisible, Leela, the cosmic divine play, that's your key. Pass beyond things, either existing or not existing. Beyond a conception of samsara slash nirvana. For the yogi slash mystic to abide in the ultimate reality. And that's it. The yogi, the mystic, henosis, undergoing union with the absolute, with God, is simply an abiding in that ultimate reality, in those invisible forces, to know, to understand, to recognize that that is that spiritual truth that's true forever. Whereas the expression, the illusion, the maya, the dreams, these creation designs with these individual agents, that that is the nature of apparent phenomena being an illusion in itself. And you've recognized that, and now it's just the divine play. It's just the cosmic play. It's just Leela. And that's when you become a Jedi. Your flawless, graceful navigation is just... Mwah. 
Unbelievable. Peak art. That's what this is. It's peak art. It's peak creativity. It's peak play. Peak anarchy. Peak expression of what is the coolest game in town which is hide and seek we hide and then we get the GPS signal to seek that seeking impulse it's the truest thing within us back to our source to consciousness, to awareness, to the absolute, to infinity. And when we pierce that veilless veil and we recognize the diamond necklace around all of our necks, like an Indra's net, like in the net of being that is refracting that source light eternally as unique creative expressions. This has been by far one of my most clear transmissions of the nature of reality. I highly recommend re-listening to this. I highly recommend pausing and taking notes on what resonates with you most and reflect on those notes before you go to bed, reflect on those notes. When you wake up, reflect on those notes throughout the day. Meditate on those notes. The quality of these transmissions will continue increasing and make sure to pause the video and to take notes. Create your own exegesis. This was my exegesis of Maya where I drew out what was most salient. Now the same thing goes for you. Pause the video as it most resonates and create that exegesis for yourself. Draw out what's most salient and then revisit that several times per day. Rather than grabbing the device in the morning and at night, rather revisit the most profound notes and concepts and states of meditative consciousness of God realization. The more you do that, the more quickly you will break through the veilless veil. And you will also become a vortex in pulling others through to the God realization, to the absolute, to the infinite. Yay, this was a fun one. I'm glad that it was transmitted so surgically and precisely. And I'm also being able to now tell the difference between when the transmissions are really surgical and really precise versus when they're a little bit looser. And over time, it's going to become more and more surgical and precise. It requires to slow down a bit to be able to really hone in on the most surgically precise symbol to be communicated at that exact moment intuitively. Boom. That's a wrap on Maya. Thanks so much for tuning in. Massively, 
massively love and appreciate you so much. We are still so early here with the channel and with, get it, the channel, right? And with the impact and influence that it's butterfly affecting out. And so I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. And if it brought you value, like the video, subscribe if you haven't, share the video with people that you know this will make a profound influence on. Do that. It's so critical to do that. And also leave a comment below. Let me know where you're at in the process of really understanding the concepts like Maya across all of these nuances, where you're at in your God realization in understanding the true nature of reality. We are announcing our memberships to the channel. Yay! Which is exciting. There are three tiers. There's the pupil, there's the adept, and there's the sage, all with their exclusive benefits, which is really fun. And we'll be using that fuel to just continue accelerating the goals. And we'll also be continuing to make sure to disseminate the highest content absolutely free for people around the world. It's a core ethos of ours. Big love, infinite love. Leela, the divine play. Recognize the Maya, recognize the illusion, the dream, the magic show. And recognize the GPS callback. Beep, 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 inward to the awareness, to the consciousness, to the God realization, to the infinite, to the absolute. Thank you. Adore you.